0: Yeah, so this is episode three
1: of the Associates podcast. We're, we're
0: ooh, voice crack. <laughs> what? I just my voice is cracked um, like crazy. Maybe you're hitting puberty. Hey, finally. again. Again. I should start taking testosterone. I should start taking testosterone.
1: <laughs> All right. So yeah. Episode three: health and fitness. Health and fitness. I'm excited for this one. Me too. Um, obviously this is like a big piece of my. Your brand? Brand or whatever. I feel like it's a big
0: piece of my life in terms of, like, we're always doing stuff to stay healthy and not being stupid.
1: I love your, I love your health and fitness <laughs> brand. Here, let me sum it up for you guys. You ready? I'll give you the, the Nick Rappers okay. playbook right here. Let's hear it. It's uh, push day, three days a week. The most no, 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 no. It's actually not. The it's most road out push day of all time. You go in and there's no, like, rhyme or reason. It's just like, okay, we're going to hit this chest exercise for, like, uh, four sets of 40 and then we're going to hit another one for like two sets of 60. It's just not true. And then you like to and exaggerate. And then the meal. But fair enough. And then the only meal, it's just one meal. This this is the diet is beef, sweet potatoes and asparagus. Like I actually twice. haven't had asparagus in a long time. Wow.
0: Just mostly beef and sweet potatoes smoothies, a little bit of oatmeal.
1: A <laughs> little bit of oatmeal. Eh. <laughs>
0: Um, And um, I've added back in rice recently Rice, wow And tacos Tacos Tacos. Oh yeah
1: yeah. Forgot the posted media (laughs) Koyo taco subscription Yeah (laughs) The original sass Salt shells as a service (laughs) 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 So let's jump into the meat and sweet potatoes, huh? (laughs) So, do you want to talk about with health and fitness?
0: I think the the first thing we should talk about is what is our overall mindset mm-hmm. with health and fitness, and that I believe leads into what why we do what we do. Because because then it's like com- we can compare our mindset to someone that just eats garbage and processed food all day and it's then it becomes a question of and a discussion of do they have the wrong information or are they actively choosing to eat that when they know it's bad for them
1: yeah so i think my i mean this is kind of true with everything but i think obviously your experience kind of shapes your perspective obviously yeah and um i'm not gonna go super in depth about it because we have on the first episode i believe but just like for me there was always two things that kind of shaped my perspective number one like athletics And number two, having the autoimmune disorder that I had um, that I no longer deal with really at all, um, Graves disease. And, uh, and so I think those two things kind of, they shaped my outlook on, on my health, on my Mm -hmm. fitness. And really, I think the biggest thing with health and fitness is, is people's awareness to it. Like. Everybody that we've worked with or that I've worked with, um, which is a lot of people in some fashion over the past four years, is really helping them cultivate that awareness. Because I think that the biggest problem with it for most people is they're not really sure or they don't really understand how good they could feel. Right. Like the yes, the lifestyle that they live and the way that they feel they think that it's just like that because they don't have an awareness of what is possible. And
0: one of the the funniest memes or moments is always like, oh, wait till you're my age and you feel like this And it's like, no, bro.
1: Like what? Yeah. And it's and and people think and it's it's so much deeper than that, too, because people think that they're limited by like people think everything is kind of static. And that's kind of the allopathic Western medicinal view um, is that these things can't really be altered or changed. Like people think they're limited by their genetics, which isn't really true. And,
0: And how much of these, quote, hereditary diseases or whatever are really just the same practices that your parents and grandparents, you know, used? And you're experiencing the same thing because they did the harmful thing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and it's
1: it, it's like, and it's not even just disease. It's uh, it's energy levels throughout the day. It's for sure feeling and how you move and how your joints feel and all these type of things. Um, <coughs> it's like most people have like chronic low grade inflammation, you know, For sure. like all the time. Um, and and so I think yeah, it's it's not just the disease point of view, but a lot of it is. It's like these hereditary actions and habits that sort of stack over time and, um, and really just kind of people get into a rut with it and they don't know, they don't have the awareness that things could be different, if that makes sense. It's yeah,
0: like that, it, that. it does. It, and I can give an example of it because... So I feel like I kind of missed out on two years of muscle growth in twenty twenty. In twenty twenty one and I'll I'll explain why. Uh, twenty twenty the whole gym shutdown thing happened and whatnot and I was in New York, so most of the year it's kinda it's kinda shut down. Um and I wasn't able to get the, the lifts in that I really wanted to. There's yeah. nothing I had like a, a kinda home gym in the basement, whatever, but it wasn't anything crazy. But then near the end of like twenty twenty and going into twenty twenty one, I experienced an issue like Bowel kind of issue, and it was causing tons and tons of acne, like crazy amounts of acne all over my forehead yeah. and whatnot. So that's where I really um, had to switch up a lot of my diet. So things like a lot of grains, bread, pasta, whatever. I'm Italian, I grew up eating pasta. It's just part of the yeah, lifestyle. A little bit of marinara sauce. Yeah. <laughs> but I had to eliminate all of that because it would just cause really bad constipation, and then acne would go crazy. And that definitely messed with the gains in the gym because I wasn't feeling good, Mm -hmm. wasn't lifting properly at the time. So I feel like I missed out on 2020 and then 2021 where I was really getting that under control and fully figuring it out. And that's why we talk about more of a limited diet, Mm -hmm. the beef and the sweet potatoes, because it doesn't cause the inflammation. It doesn't cause the issues and it is healing. Um, So that is kind of where I have that perspective of that's my experience. My goal is to get big in the gym. That's really kind of my main focus and we talked about the workout as well yeah. um i think your goals are different i think your goals are more athletic focused yeah uh, i mean
1: i'm still like going to be big and strong yeah. continue to be big i'm and going
0: to do a steroid cycle so <laughs> <laughs> you got that but not right now maybe maybe in like a yearish or so um but yeah for sure that's, gonna, that's just going to happen
1: why not because you could just work hard and you know, I
0: could I and I'm gonna go and try to reach my genetic potential and then I'll do it
1: and also I at least for me and I think the the risks of it are a bit overstated especially for like if you're running like tests or something I don't know I don't think it's as bad for you as like the mainstream view on it is a little bit skewed I I don't want to mess with any of that because one I don't think I need to and also I uh I just don't want to do anything hormonally before I like stop having kids. So
0: that's that's one worry that I have, and probably the main reason I wouldn't do it, mm-hmm. and because I say I will do it, but until of, I you're kind of me mean. to to a degree, but until I do it, you know I'm, it's, you know it's not happening, um, and that is a worry that I have is you know what's more important to me getting bigger or you know muscles or having tons and tons of kids yeah it's way more important for me to have tons and tons of kids
1: and i also too like i mean i've been like as jacked as i want to be not right now but like maybe like end of 2020 or like freshman year of college sort of deal Mm -hmm. um you know i was like 220 pounds like a bit leaner than i am now just really strong and it's just like after a certain threshold of getting big and strong it's just like okay like this confers no benefit to me other than like male attention sure. and i just don't fucking care like there's no there's no tangible benefit to me squatting 500 or squatting 600 like my life improves zero going from 500 and squat a- to
0: additionally squatting. additionally unless you're competing at a super high level in those in know, powerlifting building. or bar- yeah. bodybuilding powerlifting etc mm-hmm. there's no really good reason to be squatting 600 pounds It does not really improve your quality of life in any regard and it's a i think at a certain point the risk can be to reward ratio can be skewed yeah
1: yeah 100 percent um and so yeah for me it's not like i'm going to be big and strong i think that people having mass and lean mass is objectively probably one of the the biggest predictors of overall health, longevity. I mean, it's just, it's proven. Like if you look at the elderly population, they've run studies on it. Like the people who have the lean mass live longer because they probably move more because it doesn't hurt as much. So I'm like a huge proponent of strength. I think there's a lot of, it's such a weird space, the health and fitness space, because I think there's a lot of people that uh, like have a more holistic viewpoint like me, but they also kind of discard Strength in and of itself, which I sure. think is incorrect. The,
0: a good example would be carnivores or vegans. Uh, I believe and I've seen where it's well, you just eat healthy and and they really focus on the what they're putting in their body, mm-hmm. but they don't focus on movement. They don't focus on I'm going to lift heavy weights. They don't focus on I'm going to get stronger. And I think that probably hurts them more than than helps them. The whole equation, I guess you could say.
1: Yeah, man, it's a, it's a really, like, I want to, with, with my body, like, it's, it's almost at this point, not even a, a physical thing. Like, I think you start a lot of these things or people get on their health and fitness journey for like a, uh, sort of an external, it's kind of, it's very similar to business, like an external pain point or problem. Like, realistically, that's what drives people to do these things in most cases. Can you identify yours? Like, well, yeah. Like, I had, obviously, I had the painful problem of, you know, Graves' disease, and, like, that just really kind of fucked me up for a while. Um, mm-hmm. And it interfered with a lot of things. I mean, I, like, would go to basketball practice and have fucking heart palpitations and feel like I was flashbanged. <sighs> like, dude, I would remember walking out of basketball practice as a freshman in high school, like seeing triple flashbang, like nauseous. It's crazy. Dude, it was fucked. And, um, so that there was that, like, obviously that huge pain point. Um, and then, but you mentioned like acne or, or even just like for me, from my athletic experience, um, just like the, the status sort of thing of wanting to be a better athlete. Um, I think a lot of guys like do shit like this too. Look better, yeah. get more girls, like that you kind know, of thing.
0: You know, for me, when I started lifting, it was like, dude, I need to keep up in sports. Yeah. First thing, and I'm, I'm short, but I was I was tiny at that point in terms of my muscles. Like mm-hmm. I had kind of lifted in the past, I'd kind of done stuff, but I wasn't eating enough, I wasn't doing it right. So that's why me getting in the gym was the first thing, and that was the first kind of, this is why I do this, and it's mm-hmm. it's really stuck with me for the last six years. And then the the second thing was. The, the stomach issues and the the acne where I changed the diet. And to me, the, the, I kind of like to combine the, I'm, I'm like more of the bodybuilder, whatever type of lifestyle. Not, I'm not a bodybuilder, but mm-hmm. that type of,
1: that's how you enjoy training,
0: right? That type of stuff, getting the pump, getting bigger with the holistic side of, I'm not going to put garbage processed foods into my body because it doesn't make me feel good. Yeah. I'm not going to sacrifice my health and and feeling good for the gains because yeah. I could, I absolutely could, but it's just not of interest. Well, to I it.
1: think we both did that early on. Um, for sure, and that's all the
0: creatine and the pre workouts okay, and creatine's fine. Well, um, creatine gave me really high blood pressure.
1: Um, it's not the creatine.
0: Well, every time I take creatine, I get headaches and high blood pressure. Since then, so.
1: It's probably a split test that we'll, needs to happen there. We'll talk good. about it. We'll talk about Kreatine it. Creatine is like... Yeah, 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 yeah whatever. Um, it's
0: probably fine to take, but it gave me high blood pressure.
1: <laughs> there was probably something along with it, but... Nope, um, you're wrong. I think that, like, we both did that, and I know what I did, like, in high school when I first started lifting hard. I mean, it was so funny, like, seeing what I would eat, um, and it probably influenced some of the... What would you eat? Like, I would wake up every morning in high school... Three, four eggs, two pieces of thick toast.
0: Was it quality eggs and toast, or is it like... like
1: medium. Not, it wasn't like that's Costco how, bulk yeah, that, eggs, but okay. it wasn't like what I eat now. That's, that's how I was,
0: and then during the, the whole lockdown thing, mm-hmm. I was just getting bulk eggs from the local Wegmans. And I don't know if anyone knows really what Wegmans is. If you're from the Northeast, you do. But it's a grocery store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's the best grocery store ever.
1: Okay, anyway.
0: Much better than Whole Foods. Anyway, uh, those bulk eggs, dude, they were not good. They were like just Jeez. really low quality.
1: Yeah, I don't, I, I, but also too, like I don't think people should shy away like eating the bulk because I think eat, there's a big.
0: Eat the bulk eggs over the processed
1: Pop Tart. Yeah, 100. percent yeah, So I would eat that, and then I would I had have a packed lunch, so I would get to school first thing, rip like a huge bag of Chex Mix, cheez it's like maybe a string cheese. Uh, next period, I would eat a yogurt and an apple, and then the next period, I would eat my huge turkey sandwich on the thick pieces of bread with cheese, and uh, maybe, like, one or two other things before lunch, and then school lunch would hit, and I would buy another lunch, and then I will go lift at, like, two or three after school with the football team. Uh, yeah, but it was just... it's, it's Your school
0: Your school ended at two or three? Interesting. Yeah. Mine ended at, like, four.
1: Like, 220. Interesting. Although the last couple years, I wasn't even there. (laughs) Continue. But so I think overall to kind of give this some direction, like you start from those external like pain points or problem things that you kind of want to like fix. And somewhere along the lines of doing that, you realize how impactful mentally it is to feel like, because physical improvement to me is the like the the highest order benchmark that you have. You know, it's like it's something that ties everything together in your life. It is probably the most impactful thing you can do. Like I really believe in the effect it can have in your life because when you do that and you do the right things, how good you feel mentally, it basically just unlocks any barrier to And
0: you know I, what I'm saying I would also say it plays a role in business really like a lot for us Uh, because i want to touch back on the high school thing for a second because i remember eating (laughs) yeah so morning like six eggs but i would bring two sandwiches of p28 p28 was this high protein bread it's got like 14 grams of protein each slice. So I had four slices of those with peanut butter, this sugary processed whatever peanut butter in there. And I was putting (laughs) that down. Seed oil. Yeah. I was putting that down before lunch, eating lunch and then having another lunch afterwards and then going to the gym. And it was all just, I just, a a year of that straight compounding, which is not good for me. And I know I didn't feel good. Mm -hmm. Like it was hard to shit because there was so much protein. And I'm just, like, a high schooler, like, trying to get big, and it kind of plays on the quality of life aspect you're talking about where don't sacrifice. <clears throat> I think the biggest thing is don't sacrifice your quality of life to achieve some some kind of gains or whatnot because the mental clarity that you, comes from having good health and fitness is far more beneficial.
1: Yeah, and I think that that – having that – Clarity and, uh, yeah, clarity and, um, like confidence and, uh, just overall the, the, the place it puts your mind in when you're like, cause so many people, like, I I feel like have these problems, especially now, like so many of these problems aren't real. And like like what? Like, I mean, I don't, I don't want to like come off super super douchey but like people have all of these things like for example like let's say anxiety right and it it's not or even any health problem like people just look at it as like this static um just like burden that's placed on them and they just have to deal with it and i just Mm -hmm. don't share that perspective at all yes because i think that and really this is like your we talked about it earlier like your genetics are malleable right like what you put into your body and how you think about what you're putting into your body you can really become almost like you there's some, like you're not gonna just like force yourself to grow taller you know but you may, yeah. maybe slightly but like you can really make these changes and become whatever it is you need to like your body is divine and it has a blueprint that if given the right tools and given the right, you know, nurture the right environment can really like break free of all of these like chains people feel in a lot of ways and feel really good mentally. Um, And it's it's just like the power that you gain from that is really, really impactful. I think.
0: (coughs) Sorry, I keep clearing my throat. I just got something stuck there, but uh, yeah, 100%. And the, uh, let's kind of touch back on the anxiety part mm-hmm. because I, I always wonder is it with modern society that, because obviously cases of these things are increasing, depression's increasing, anxiety's increasing, things yeah. are increasing. Is it a case of you're being told that you have this, so you believe you have it? Because belief is also a powerful thing that we can talk belief about is that, the biggest thing. that that plays in the health and fitness. But yeah. is, is it a belief that you have it because you're being told that you have it by a doctor? Or do you actually have something going on that needs to be solved?
1: Well, uh, it's like you hear all, and this is kind of, I guess my, we're kind of rambling a little bit all over the place right now. But I think if that's the biggest thing that if I could instill in anyone else, like anything, because I could go into all of the tactical things that you need to do, right? And a lot of it is actually just like simplicity. Yeah. Just common sense, simplicity and do the right thing. Sleep, eat real food, move, stretch, get sunlight, you know? And you can overcomplicate these things as much as you'd like to. But if there was anything that I could, like some if I could give someone anything, it's the belief that Their body has, their body and their mind has the ability to transcend these. Because even with, like, for example, the anxiety thing, Mm. it's people like you hear people, um, especially too, like with the big mental health push. And I'm all for mental health, right? But of course, they say it's like, it's like a mental health push. Oh, you have a chemical imbalance. Here's your Lexapro, you know, and it's not like a chemical. There's no. You don't have permanent chemical imbalances. The chemical imbalances are made every single day. The choices that you make and that you put into your body and the things that you're feeding your neurochemistry or whatever the you know the the specific system within the context of the human body is, it's going to perform according to what you put into it. You know, and so like if that that's the thing that I wish people knew is that if you really do the right things you can alter these outcomes because they're not static if you have a chemical imbalance that you think is feeding you anxiety you can you fix can the chemical that. imbalance you, can you don't
0: you're right you don't because because a lot of people try to cover up the what's happening yeah. rather than fixing the problem
1: itself A 100 percent, and it's like there is Like all of this stuff is just inputs and outputs. Like for me, when I had Graves disease, right, this will, I think maybe help people Mm -hmm. understand it. And I'll give you a couple more context too, because I just like pulled my back being a dumbass at the beach a few days ago. So like when I had Graves disease, right, I, you go in, like I'm having all these problems and acutely Western medicine is great for that. Right. I go in, I I get put on a thyroid or T8, T, hold on. It's not T3 or T4. It was TSH hormone, like blocker, inhibi- inhibitor, methimazole, okay. And it acutely brings everything down, slows my thyroid down. Things start functioning normally. I start gaining weight again. I stop like fucking like having crazy heartbeats. Um, all the symptoms kind of subside acutely. And I go in and they're like, yeah, you know, just like rest and take your stuff and don't be stressed out and I would do that my levels would improve and then they would lower the dose right go back in three months later dose lowered oh your levels are back up now here's more of the drug let's put your prescription back up take a little bit more now and it was just this constant cycle and there was never really and so I was I was the
0: the problem wasn't being solved the
1: problem wasn't being solved and so this is I'm 15 16 I want to, you know, football, basketball, track, whatever. I wanted to be the next, like, LeBron. Obviously, I'm not the next LeBron or anywhere close to it. I was a pretty good at, like, decent athlete. Um, but I wanted to be great, right? And so I'm on bodybuilding forums. Like, I'm my strength coach in high school and I were, like, we're still tight. Um, I'm, like, learning everything. I'd never miss a workout. I'm doing all the extra shit. And then I'm having, like, this recurring thing. And I'm, like, I'm already on the bodybuilding forum. So, like, Google, here we go. Graves' disease, and I'm reading all kinds of shit and a lot of bullshit, too, which is kind of the downside of this, like, antagonistic view to modern medicine, I guess. There's a lot of bullshit. Um, well, but there's nothing
0: There's nothing confirmed yeah. officially, and I think it messes with a lot of people's heads. Well, so-and-so magazine said this, yeah, so it hu- must be true.
1: It's a huge problem um, because it sucks because there are answers out there, but then it, like, gets lost, and then people hurt themselves sometimes with these shitty— And then there's bad
0: experiences and then people read those and don't do it, et cetera. Anyway. Uh,
1: But so I found like this, it was actually, who was it? John Bergman. It was like a chiropractor YouTube channel. He's like a holistic chiropractor, but he just broke down. There's a video about Graves disease and just kind of broke it down. Like, okay, what is actually influencing? What are the inputs that lead to thyroid hormone being produced? Right. And basically, so without getting super biochem nerd, um, Like I was not probably deficient in iodine to metabolize iodine. You need selenium and then tyrosine like kind of stabilizes all of it. Um, Stabilizes like TSH, T3, T4 production. Um, So I started taking all that stuff and it really helped. Didn't cure it permanently though. But then you start reading about like all this stuff with like your gut and, you know, things being put in. And, And so then you know, I stopped, I started pulling away like processed food. I stopped, I started pulling away like iron fortified grains, started pulling away these things. And it's like, wow, like magically kind of getting better. Like, and then you realize that
0: at that point, were you on the doctor's, you know, prescription still?
1: Yes. Uh, like a little bit. Okay. And then, and then as I kept pulling things away, I just like, was taking some little amount and then I was just like, all right, all right, whatever. Like, I don't think I need to take this. Like I feel pretty good. Um, and also too, there was a lot of like, um, I think like, this is how I think about health and, and fitness, right? Like there's you' no matter what you have a system, right? You have a system that functions within the context of how it does. You need nutrients or inputs like sunlight movement, you know, mechanical stress if it's like a lifting context and you put those inputs in and give it the right sort of environment to thrive and then you get your outcome right and a lot of people just like don't account for the stressors on that system like for example when i had looking back on it when i had Graves' disease like i was a ninth grader who you know was like i would drink red bull and or like <laughs> dude we were such idiots like we would i would drink red bull or put like a five hour energy in a red bull so i could like play video games with my friends when we didn't have <laughs> sports and stay up all night right and that's like a huge yeah. stressor and they don't like obviously they'll say like oh yeah get your rest but when you're like a 15 year old you know like get your rest it just sounds like your parents chirping like it doesn't really matter to you but when you start to understand that everything is an in input You start really taking account for it all, and then you can start making really meaningful changes. You know what I mean? Yes.
0: What what you measure, you can tweak. You can fix. You can change.
1: It's very similar to building a business in that way.
0: It's all the same. Everything is actually the same.
1: That's so true. Yeah, It, it really is. And I think that health and fitness is the easiest way to see that. Because to me, that's the easiest. Thing.
0: And it's also one of the easiest ways to get into business. Yeah. That's really what I think led me into business. The self-improvement aspect of, OK, well, if I change this and I measure this and if I just hit my calories, like it'll happen. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it's the same thing with a business. If I do X, Y and Z within this system, I will make money. OK, it's just a different it's system. It's proof of concept. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: It's the principle of proof of concept. You can see something working for yourself. And and see it change And I think really like Yeah, that's if I could give one key message to people. It's like they need to believe that And belief is a huge thing. They need to believe in That proof of concept no matter where they're starting from or where their goal is like you have to understand and, and really truly believe that you can change these outcomes for yourself because then you'll, you're not going to do the work if you don't yeah. believe it's going to work. Yeah. You know? Um, and it's like, to give you another context, I just, I haven't really been deadlifting at all and forever went to the beach. We're super, ex- I've been in the sun all day, do a bunch of like workout event things and start deadlifting. And just, it wasn't even a heavy deadlift. It was like 455, 55 and just pulled a little bit. Didn't get it. I was like, all right, let me reload, get it probably like four, was slipping a little bit, lost some bracing, and just like a slight pop, super stiff, whatever, just probably pulled, slightly pulled out. That was what, four days ago? Saturday. So three um, days, three days days ago. How's it feeling? Um, I mean, it's a little stiff, but it's really interesting too, because I'm like the whole time, like this whole weekend, and I was relaxing, uh, just like kind of took it easy, smoked a little bit of weed, uh, just hanging out, but the whole time... I'm like aggressively aware of it, right? And thinking about, okay, what actually caused this problem? Like, what was the input? The input was that my lower back, like the spinal erectors had too much of a stressor on it than they were prepared for, right? How do you alleviate that stress? You, you take some of that mechanical muscular tension put it back into your glutes, put it back into your core. You expand the rib cage. You, you let the lower back lengthen and relax. And I've just been stretching the whole time. And it's like, and like when I say stretching too, there's a lot of, uh, it's almost kind of like a lift. Like to me, lifting and stretching are the same concept. They're the same thing. Like you have to have, if you're going to be in a stretch, you have to have strength within it. And if you're going to, you know, have strength probably good to have the range because it's like we move, right? So there's oscillation there. Um, And yeah, it feels really good because you can identify (coughs) the inputs, you tweak them and you get a different output. Yes. And that's, uh, I'm glad you're feeling better. Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: I think we just went on a pretty lengthy rant to start this. Um,
1: yeah, let's pull it back. a little. I bit. would,
0: we talked a lot about inputs and outputs. We've talked a lot, a lot about our experiences mm-hmm. to a degree. I would love to be able to answer the question of someone out there, beginner, <laughs> skinny, whatever, eating bad food. What should they do? But I think it's a tough question to answer because I think everyone has different goals. You know, some people want to be more athletic. Some people want to train to be a runner. Some people want to go and put on tons and tons of muscle. Um, how do you think someone listening to this in general is going to get the most value out of this? What can we give to them in a very structured manner yeah. that isn't a rant? Because yeah. people can definitely pull some value from what we just talked about. Hundred percent. But it's a little bit all over the place. Yeah,
1: it's a little little oddness for sure. Um, okay, so I really like that you brought up the like the specificity thing. You know, like. The goal like that's the number one thing because because context. what you
0: input is going to give you those outputs like 100%. we talked about and if you're inputting the wrong things to become a, the best runner ever yeah you're not going to be the best runner ever
1: yeah um the con and that's something that i think the fitness industry really kind of gets convoluted and it's the nature mm-hmm. of social media like it's also the nature of marketing yeah. because
0: it's This is what you should do to be the best you there's polarity
1: and everything. Yeah, but
0: maybe that you don't want to be the bodybuilder
1: Yeah, so I think that is the number one thing is you need to get really really clear about The the context of your goal and what you're actually trying to accomplish, right? so set out whatever that is and then from there it's like It sounds so simple and like stupid. Like you set the context for what you're trying to achieve. You set up a plan to do so. And then you stick to that for six months to a year, three months, minimum minimum
0: to see actual progress.
1: Yeah. That's uh, people don't give things the time that they need. And again, in this world where it's like, and, and maybe I'm a proponent of it. Um, like, and probably you, you naturally kind of have to make lines in the sand to like market and sell in the fitness industry. But, um, yeah, man, people just don't give themselves the, the time that, that things take, you know? And then I think like, there's really, it's not that complicated too. Like you, there's not really that many different inputs, you know, there's like, your nutrition there is your lifestyle and there's your training right i would also say
0: your belief structure mindset yeah uh and that plays into spirituality Mm -hmm. for sure i think that we save that for a different podcast um
1: but it's so hard to remove that from the
0: i would say the spirituality spirituality in general we'll save that for a different podcast yeah but the smaller implementations of it surely play a role Mm -hmm. on your overall health and and goals and and
1: whatnot. Well, these things all feed into each other, right? Like your diet is going to feed into how you train. Mm -hmm. How you train is going to feed into your lifestyle. Your lifestyle is going to feed into your diet. And they're all
0: your belief structure is going to impact all of them. Determine whether you actually do it or not. Because typically if you don't believe it's going to get you the result you want, Mm -hmm. you're not going to do it. You're not going to stick with it. Uh, Nice, Ben yeah eating behind the camera what are you having some soy processed stuff over there no it's good he's just eating beef all
1: right anyway (laughs) it's um and so to give someone like an actionable (laughs) thing i mean how specific should we should we get into this
0: oh very specific
1: okay so let's break it down right like there's if you were to take away from this, like, again, we talked about context. You need to set the context for what you're trying to achieve, whether that's gain 20 pounds, whether that's feel better, uh, move better. Like you need to set that aside and then you need to devise a plan for you to get there. Right. And so number one, like diet, that looks like you basically have to figure out what like humans are like, we utilize heat, right? It's all like, Uh, thermodynamics how much energy are you burning expanding it's interesting
0: i used to not ever count calories or whatnot Mm -hmm. but recently i did start because i didn't really know where i was at we did the carnivore diet Mm -hmm. didn't know what i was feeling i lost a bunch of weight doing that but it felt good it kind of cleaned me out it was a good cleanse um for the week or so that i did it and it felt great yeah um but I started counting calories on that note again mm-hmm. because I have this goal I want to reach, which is get bigger, put on more muscle. And I, I definitely felt stagnant while I was changing up the meals from more like I'm a bodybuilder meal structure to more holistic, clean, grass fed, mm-hmm. etc. cetera. Uh, and I wasn't, I knew I just wasn't meeting the goal structure. So I think everyone should count calories if they have a goal structure. So,
1: our, when we train people, we set them up and we have them do it for a minimum of like two weeks, week or two. Um, okay. But a minimum of a week, I guess. If and they you really, kind of, you kind of get if it if they really hate it. But most of them end up liking it and continue mm-hmm. to do it because it's like, holy shit, wow! And now I actually know exactly what it, I what is I, the it object- thought object- process. Things.
0: Is a, is the thought process behind only two weeks that uh, once you go through two weeks, you pretty much know.
1: Yeah, like, I I want people to do what they're going to stick to, right? And so if they hate tracking, are they going to stick to tracking? Probably not. But if they can, but it's important, too, because it's a factor, right? And especially if they have, like, body composition goals, like, you have to, like, either eat less or eat more at some point if you want to change. But after two weeks, they can start to build this, like, intuitive – Process where they know okay like I've eaten two pounds of meat today like probably hit my protein goal you know um, or hey I know what you know four hundred calories of rice looks like now so I'm now I'm not like overeating if I'm trying to lose weight or now I'm not undereating if I want to get bigger right so diet you set that sort of like rough plan for yourself and then I think it gets a little bit more qualitative and. And really, it's not that fucking complicated. Like you have all this bullshit out there. You have carnivores. You have vegans. Like, just eat real food, bro. Like, don't don't eat the fucking processed Kellogg cereal. Um, Don't eat don't eat the Frito Lay's. Like, just eat like cook real food and eat it. And that'll probably solve a lot of your problems. Um, And you can overcomplicate that as much as you'd like to. And I like to because I'm a fucking nerd, but. Like at the end of the day, it's, uh, I don't know, I feel like there's also an overswing into that. And if you just do the basics most of the time, you're probably going to do really there's
0: well. A, there is, a, I believe, a point of diminishing returns mm-hmm. uh, in that where you become too focused on it mm-hmm. or too focused on, I shouldn't eat this or I shouldn't do this. And then you almost remove opportunities to have fun or, to enjoy an experience with friends or whatnot, because you're too focused on. I can't eat that. Yeah. Once a month, if it happens, you're gonna be fine.
1: Yeah, you see that kind of with the the esoteric, and I love all that stuff. You know, I love reading into all of these different theories, and I use a lot of them. Right, they're helpful, mm-hmm. and I will tell people that they're helpful. But it's also like, you know, man, like, yeah, you probably shouldn't be eating soybean oil. Like, it's just bullshit food. Um, But if you eat out, yeah, once a month and it's cooked in something like that, like... You'll be okay. You might feel it a little bit. You might feel a little bit more puffy. um, So just eating real food, you know, understanding that if you have a specific health issue, like our soil has been really depleted. And so maybe adding in some supplementary pieces depending on the context of the issue you're trying to solve can be really useful um and a lot of times needed um and so that i think i don't know again we can go more in depth or less in depth but that's kind of it's like it's it very like simplicity is truth to me and then like you get into how you train and it's like kind of the same thing like most people especially young guys right they'll have the context of i want to get bigger and stronger right but then
0: I was going to add a point. Yeah, Go yeah, for it. yeah. The thing I see a lot, too, is going through the motions. With meals, okay, you eat, whatever. But going through the motions in the gym, yeah, I'm just doing my 10 reps of, like, 20 pounds. It's cool. But, dude, you could do 8 to 10 with 50 pounds. You're just going through the motions. Well, so
1: this is actually part of my – why I like, me you a little bit. Because I think that also, too, like, we just talked about, like, the calories thing. Like, mm-hmm. people – do this with lifting so bad. The, dude, I have literally every worksheet. I have every single workout I did my entire high school career tracked. Mm-hmm. I still to this day, they're in my parents' basement. Every single fucking one, right? And right. I was I got really strong by the end of like high school. I was strong as fuck, dude. And that's the thing that people miss is, especially these young guys that want to get bigger and stronger, or you put that into they want to move better, There's no objectivity. Right. And so, yeah, you'll feel good like going in, but then like you're not going to improve over time. So that's going to decrease your belief that it's possible or that it's working. And then it's going to decrease your adherence long term.
0: I think, yes. And and one of the to simplify it Mm -hmm. is you have to push yourself to failure. That is probably the biggest point of Push yourself to failure and mm-hmm. progressively overload the weights.
1: And I think if you don't have some capacity to track that, like, people are like, oh, yeah, I'm c- going up in weight this week. But it's, like, it's so qualitative. They think they did. And everybody always remembers anything that they do positively better. Like, we mm-hmm. always overestimate good or bad kind of what happened. Um, and so they will be like, oh, yeah, dude, I've gone up, like, 20 pounds in this lift. And really, like, maybe added five pounds because you think you did this then. And it's just like. Yeah. You're not really improving. Um, so you need to add some objectivity to it so that you can see, okay, I did do this and, and it removes the emotionality of it. You know, it's not like, Oh, I'm going to come in this day and like, Oh, I felt great. So I'm going to do this. There's, and this is part of what I think you could even improve. Maybe I should track more is, is having the structure so that, you know, it's like, Oh, I come in and I'm feeling, cause when you're on, you're like vicious in the gym, a little pit bull in there, <laughs> but like, Days when you maybe don't have that sauce or you're super busy with work, like...
0: I think the it's still in the back of my mind, though. Push myself to failure. Yeah. Stress the muscle to the mm-hmm. point where I know I'm going to be sore. I know it's going to progressively overload. Because there, there are days when you're not as strong. It just happens.
1: A hundred percent, but if you have regiment, it's like you can probably will your way through it. Whereas if you don't have regiment, then you're going to be like, oh, I'll just do this today. And then really you regress. You see what I'm saying?
0: agreed to a point.
1: Um, and so I think having that objectivity, um, man, I think people overall, like, cause a lot of what we do is like helping people. Cause there's a lot of people that like, especially what we've done or what I've done with, with body optic, With body optic, my own stuff that I'll be having now moving forward
0: might be ready by the time we launch this podcast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It might cool. be up. Uh, Link in live. description. <laughs> uh, and like, uh, a lot of the stuff that we do is helping people that, you know, want to do all this stuff, but have the athletic piece of it and, and really move well. Um, and I think that there's just a lot of pieces missing in the, you know, like bodybuilding. I agree. Sort of, I agree. Bodybuilding isn't
0: movement is not a priority and, uh, but for me, I've added some of that yeah. uh, with you, and it's really good. Yeah. It feels good. Uh, but, yeah, in bodybuilding, it's not a priority whatsoever. In powerlifting, not a priority whatsoever. It's put pick weight up, put weight down. Yeah. And that's great to build your muscles, but is it functional? Is it well, going to improve I, your life long-term?
1: See, I, the functional thing is funny, too, um, because, yes, it is functional. Like. You going in and body in bodybuilding RDLs or but, but doing back? I I me- no
0: no hundred no, percent. But more so training the wrong movement patterns and moving incorrectly.
1: That's an interesting one too. Like both of those words, it, it's really funny because there's like all of these people in that space, and I have a very intimate relationship with all of these. I know most of them, or mm-hmm. friends with most of them, right? You know, I worked for Ben and ATG, or you know, like the gota guys are kind of there. There's like functional patterns and it's like these movement patterns, functionality, like picking things up is functional. Moving is functional. But I also think that there's a lot of, yeah, you just like people, people deny the capacity for the human body in their training. And then they go and expect a totally different outcome, right? Like people will go, And I saw this. This was one of the things I absolutely hated about, um, like, college football, maybe, is the propensity to, like, it's like, all right, we need to get faster, boys. Like, let's just lift. (laughs) Like, no, you should probably run. Yeah. Um,
0: Or train, like, jump training or something like like that. Yeah, like,
1: something a little bit more contextually relevant to what you're trying to achieve, and I also think that there is a, uh, a massively underrated, like qualitative context to what you are doing with how you move, right? Like pulling, like for example, most people don't understand how much like their tongue impacts what they're doing, right? Like if you pull your, if you like, press your maxilla up. You open the airways. Now your rib cage can decompress a little bit. You start getting a little bit more of a connection to your feet. Um, there's just a lot of like esoteric, um, I don't know, like postural and movement stuff that I think really makes a difference that people don't do. And I think maybe you should incorporate a bit more of, and a lot of it, man, is like kind of just again, plain, like we don't do these things anymore. And
0: testing. Because most people know the basics. Mm-hmm. You pick weight up, put weight down. Yeah. But the, the extra stuff, like you're saying, the little things, mm-hmm. it's almost like you have to discover them.
1: hundred percent. Because
0: nobody okay. talks about them anymore. I think, Maybe thousands of years ago they did. I
1: think discover them is the perfect word because it really is. Like what I ch- if I'm going to work with someone, I try to leave them with a kinesthetic awareness. You know, They can feel their body. And gather some sort of feedback off of that, that then empowers them to, to go and do things that are going to be beneficial long-term. Um, and really just like understanding that, I if I could like boil it down into maybe like a sentence philosophy is like prepping yourself for any and all demands of life or that life may place on you. And becoming resilient and strong in them, right? So, like, it's I could I don't want to give two specific examples because I don't want it to get like crazy, and I feel like mm-hmm. I'm already kind of rambling.
0: Let's let's kind of pull back to. I, I want to talk about two other things.
1: Yeah, let let's talk about
0: first. Firstly, what we would do if we were starting over, mm-hmm. like what I would do a little bit differently with the knowledge I have now. And then the second thing is I want also want to talk about the also like balancing the enjoyment of life. We've touched on a little bit here, but mm-hmm. balancing the enjoyment of life with being hardcore on health and fitness. So, that first point, what I would do if I had to start all over. Yeah. One, I would
1: stay away from I'm going to fill up my water too, keep Sure, going. go for
0: it. First thing I would do is probably stay away from macros only. And stay away from okay. I'm just gonna eat this cereal because it fits my macros. I'm gonna eat this chocolate because it fits my macros. First thing I'm gonna do is, sure, I'm gonna try and hit those to get the right calories in. But everything good, Ben? Cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try to fit those macros in the right way to, you know, make sure my calories are good. But I'm also gonna eat really really good. Quality foods. I'm gonna eat the grass-fed beef from the start. You know, I've been doing that for the past two, three years, but I'm going to do it from the start. I I remember back in high school, my mom would always, you know, eat your grass-fed, get your organic, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, ah, don't worry about it, mom. I'm gonna get the cheap beef. You know, it's the same thing. It's it's just protein, right? Yeah, but it's not just protein, it's about the quality that you're consuming as well. Mm -hmm. And if you have to choose between eating a low-quality protein and egg like ground beef or whatever or, you know or an egg yeah, that's if you're 19
1: and you don't have money get the low quality beef get, get the, the low quality cereal.
0: beef don't get the cereal don't get the pop-tart don't, don't get, get the, the pizza garbage pizza, yeah. yeah ben um <laughs> i'm playing with you but crispy
1: cream commander
0: <laughs> over there yeah i uh i look over the other day yeah you have an order here okay cool and my boy Ben pulls out 24 Krispy Kreme donuts. I was shocked. Not that that's a bad thing. It's good to enjoy donuts. I like donuts. Mm-hmm. I'll have them once in a while for sure. They're I good. know you do. But um, that, that's what I would do. I would, I would have my goal. I would lift hard. I would push the limit in terms of I would focus more on progressive overload. I would focus more on going to failure because that's only something I really grasped. In the mm-hmm. past like three years when I've been training for like six years. Mm-hmm. So I would have done that from the beginning. And I would have ate really, really clean quality foods since the start. And I probably would have reached my goals a lot faster. Um, what, what would you have done or changed and, and made different?
1: Yeah, I think overall, um, knowing what I know now. Like if I were starting over, and I honestly, I feel like a lot of times... You, you are starting over. We are starting over. We are doing. Sure. It. When you have like a realization. We are, no, you like every day you start over. Like the clock kind of resets and if you are what you do, like you can't, you can't just like, like you can make money and then live off the money. You can't make health and then live off the health. You have to consistently make sure. the health. Right? Um, so I think we are starting over and it's like, what would I do better tomorrow? You know?
0: Mm-hmm. What would you do better tomorrow?
1: Um, I mean, I think that again, it's, the, mo- the more I learn about this stuff, the more I revert back to, again, just simplicity. And so I think if I were starting all over again from what I did from the beginning, it's already stuff that I do, right? But um, just, yeah, eating eating only real high quality. Like, I mean, high quality as best as I can, which I love spending money on food. It's probably my favorite thing. <laughs> um, my, yeah, <laughs> my, my expense sheet at the grocery store is fucking retarded. But... Eat the highest quality food. Cook it. Oh, wait, home.
0: wait, wait. How much would you, do you think you spend a month on on at Publix, the grocery store, Whole Foods? Can we pull it up? Yep. <laughs> what do you think it is before you pulled up?
1: Probably like on food total. Yep. I don't know, four grand, five grand. Probably a month. Probably something like that. Yeah. Wow. I'm not gonna pull it up. We'll, we'll, we'll stick with that. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. Um
0: because we live in Miami as well if you eat out. Well in Joe all,
1: Biden's America fucking a pound of ribeye at Publix is 24.99. That's <laughs> true.
0: I just ordered 2 pounds today. Uh yeah, it's it's, it's expensive. Shout out to boy
1: Joe holding down <laughs> the Fort.
0: <laughs> it's interesting. I I also don't really look at the prices, so I don't know how much they're up or not. Okay, I you're don't really you're rich. No, man. but I you do the same thing. You I know. spend 5,000 a month on groceries, so <laughs> Yeah, but it hurts. But, but but when we, I feel like when we eat out here in Miami, like we went and got tacos with Noah the other night after the gym, we spent like ninety five dollars. Yeah. We also had about two or three entrees each. <laughs> 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 but, um, still like, it's just like it just racks up, and you just do it a couple times a week, and you end up spending a couple grand. Anyway,
1: what would I do starting over? Yes. whether so, is that beginning of my journey or tomorrow? Right is if you can cook every meal at home with real whole food for every meal, and then you maybe eat out a little bit here and there, whatever, do that. I would probably, um, I think a lot of people get locked into like ego lifting. I know I did early on. I certainly did. Like I wanted to, and not that it was like terrible, but like I probably would have been much more athletic, much more mobile. If I had, like, hard lines stuck to perfect form and just more slowly, progressively Probably overloaded. Probably
0: would have been stronger, too, yeah. and s- sticking to a program. I, 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 I wish st- I stuck to a program.
1: I did that. Like, I had such a good foundation from my strength coach in high school that that was never yeah. really a problem. But then, as I started experimenting with these more, like, d- different modalities, I kind of got away from that. A little bit um and and started playing with stuff more and i think that really did like that probably hurt some of my progress there gotcha um because there's all there's never there's always going to be like a next new thing right so wh-
0: back to what we you would do yeah i
1: would eat the cook at home all the time make food for myself um i would really put an emphasis on moving more and also working on, you know, like stretching and and building flexibility, which is mobility really. Mobility to me is just like you have the strength and the flexibility, but you can't really have one another without the thing, right? So like putting time to work on my mobility and decrease some of that just like tightness and and stress. It's also really mentally freeing when you just kind of unlock that tension Um, and just, yeah, moving more. I would again, drop drop some of the heavy lifting and just build more from where you're at, you know? And I'm just, like, you've seen me lift. Like, I'm strong, but th- it could be a little bit better if it was a little bit more qualitative, I think, and better quality of it. Um, obviously, I would have started becoming a sun worshiper faster because that's just life-changing, like, being...
0: People don't realize... The Sun, yeah. ocean, etc. How good you feel after, and the healing effects it has, dude. It's unbelievable on the body. I can't believe we haven't talked about that. Yeah. Really, in this podcast.
1: Mm-hmm. And but that's another thing too. Is something something that I don't do well now is uh, is also sleep. Like, prioritizing, sleep is huge. Prioritizing the sleep, like, dude. If I really like, and I, I it's funny because why don't
0: you prioritize sleep right now?
1: Um, I mean. I just I get excited and like there's a lot to do and I want to like do these things in life and it's yeah. It's but even still it's like an incorrect belief, you know, and uh it would probably help me a lot. One
0: thing that I have prioritized a lot is sleep over the past like 6 months. Yeah. I feel amazing. Yeah, it's it, it makes such a huge difference. It helps with business too when you don't have to struggle to wake up. Yeah. Solid 7 to 8 hours every night is amazing. it's, it's
1: all fun and games until You do that for, like, this is what happens to me, right? Is I'll go, I'll sleep well for like a week and then do by the end of it, I'm ready to just fucking rampage. Like I have so much energy and it has, and that's a big piece of it. And one of the biggest things that I think could help people too is like, you have to increase your output because otherwise you're never like to get more output. You have to get more output.
0: And your energy levels will rise to meet. 100%. the The output needs. Yeah, you, you're you're adapt to it naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, your body will require more sleep, for but sure. You also, sleep better. Like, you dude, will I, sleep I better. I
1: can't sleep unless I'm the fucking best, killing myself. The, in the gym. best
0: feeling is when you go to bed and you're just like,
1: just falls exhausted. Boost. Yeah, it's the best. Um, so yeah, really prioritizing the sleep. That's something that I'm going to clean up. Um, and a lot of that too is, and I've done periods without. Some of this stuff um, but really like the older I get the more I don't want any of these like external mm-hmm. things
0: you know something that we've talked Caffeine, about before uh, and, and that there. leads into our next yeah we're balancing mm-hmm. but something before we get to that and we've talked about it briefly here and there I don't know if you've ever talked about it publicly I haven't but it's like semen retention and that whole movement and whatever yeah. and you see people meme it a lot I want to I'm I don't know if you know my thoughts on it. I want to hear your thoughts on it. Uh, And we can dive into it just a little bit because I think it plays into the health and and fitness.
1: Well, like I So my thoughts on it, um, I think that... First
0: thing is you shouldn't be watching porn
1: ever. Ever, yeah. That's just like baseline. Um, Yeah, absolutely not. Um, And my thoughts on it are if you don't think that your sexual energy is powerful, what I would recommend is... Go have sex every or no go deadlift, right? You, we talked about you get this. Get your yeah, control, yeah, yeah. and then go have sex twice a day for a week. Do your deadlift deadlift test again, see where you measure out. I would be willing to bet it's probably going to be less. Agreed. And then don't have any sex or any of that for a week and do your deadlift test again, and I'm probably going to bet it's going to go up, right? It's like it's a real thing. Um, I think it. It also like, um, it definitely gets turned into like something weird by guys that like really just what they need to do is like get a haircut and maybe like lose some weight and say hi to a woman in real life. Um, and so there's that aspect of it too. Um, but it's a good start, I think, I think with a lot of these things, you find these like, like discipline to me is very binary and so I think it's helpful for people like that, like you, once one of these things sorts of f- starts to fall off for a lot, a lot, of people, like the next thing falls off, you know, you, you, you wanted to go to bed on time, but you stayed up till 3am cause you were on your phone. And then the next morning you wake up and you're a little bit tired. And so maybe you run a fucking energy drink, right? And so that's kind of put some stress on you. And then at the end of the day, you're, like, a little bit wired but tired because you had the energy drink and you didn't sleep. And then, like, then you want to – you don't know. You just put yourself in disadvantageous situations. Um, And so I think for maybe some of these guys that have, like, a problem with it, it can be useful um, to just, like, maintain their discipline. Um, I don't know. But overall, I think it definitely –
0: I think I think it leads into the spirituality discussion
1: you a think, little bit too. I think you too. should definitely cultivate your sexual energy. Like, Hundred percent. But a lot you of, shouldn't
0: be weird about it. That's the thing. <laughs> well, that's that's the differentiating factor. Is like if you're always like, well, I can't, I can't, I can't have sex, and I can't, I can't come. Uh, I have to retain. No, like I feel like that's a little bit too extreme. It has to flow within the balance of life, and you shouldn't outwardly try to. Uh, Give away your sexual energy, which a lot of people do, because mm-hmm. they watch porn and they jerk off, and they just lose their sexual energy every single day. Yeah, and they waste that energy yeah. uh, instead of putting it into their work, into their fitness, into, into their themselves. Really, right.
1: yeah. Um, so you should definitely do that. Um, what was your second question?
0: And then, so to finish that, I think that leads more into our spirituality discussion. We can talk about sexual energy in relation to God and religion and and all of the. Higher powers, etc., in a different podcast. Mm-hmm. But the the next point I wanted to talk about before we finish the podcast, because we've been going for a little bit, um, is really the balance of life and balancing the parties and going out with friends and drinking and doing stupid things like not getting sleep and, and whatnot, staying up all night, Logan, mm-hmm. and uh, with being very healthy, being at the top of the game in terms of fitness, Um, I would, my my view on things is consistency throughout in general is going to get you the result you want. As long as you have the proper balance and meet your goals every other day, you know, out of 30, you're going to be fine. You're going to be good. It's kind of just like the eating out thing. Mm -hmm. One thing that I have found that I don't want to compromise anymore is my sleep. Mm -hmm. Haven't been going out late. Long time.
1: It's really tough to do if you want to be social like that. It in is. Miami. You know, it's a late din- city, bro. Dinners are okay, and that's like, cool. Shit doesn't but pop the off but one a.m. I
0: know it's crazy. But the three a.m. the four a.m. stuff, I just I can't do it anymore. Or, or at least where where I'm currently at, I just don't want to. I just have no interest.
1: Yeah. Um
0: And honestly, three and four a.m. is early. Early for Miami. I've, I've had
1: some. <laughs> A good amount of 8 a.m. nights. Yep. I've I've been there. Um, (laughs) It's my outlook on it is, yes, consistency. I also noticed for myself, like, I do all this. I work hard so that I can live the life that I want to, you know. Um, And I think there's been times when I, like, try to, like, eliminate all this stuff. And honestly, I don't, like. Like, for example, we did the whole, like, May thing, and then end of May, we have boat party, and I just went off the fucking rail. Oh, you did, like, the sober thing? Yeah. I don't really use substances, so I just... I was, like, off, but I just didn't do any, like, really anything at all, you know? Or, like, even other times where we just, like, have completely stayed, like, totally locked in. I get bored. I feel like I have a. I need to be social.
0: Yeah, I feel like I have a good balance in general that works for me, and I'm... I've been very consistent with that. I but don't know if you've noticed. Like, like I just, I'm locked in, but then I'll still go do stuff.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I think that that, um, like, a, there's a lot of times where, like, especially the self-improvement, like, fitness, it's, like, very isolatory. Um, I Absolutely. I think you 100% need to have, like, people around you. You need community. Like yes. If, I, think, I think if people had... Real community, you would eliminate the drug problem in the United States. Probably.
0: I also feel like I've made some of the most progress when it's just been me.
1: Yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. There's
0: moments there that are needed to a degree. Yeah,
1: but dude, like if, you, if no one was here, well, first off, oh, you have for people the past, here every day. Yeah,
0: for the past year. If no one was here for the past year that I've been in Miami, I would I would have, I'd be crazy. No, but dude, even, lonely.
1: even if you were in here, like now you have been here every day mm-hmm. or whoever. You know me.
0: I actually prefer working alone, typically most of the time.
1: You're never working alone.
0: But typically, I do prefer working alone sometimes, and uh, there there are there are plenty of moments when when I am working alone. You just don't see it because you're here ben, with me when I'm working.
1: Ben is here every day.
0: Brother, I I went to the coffee shop the other day and I I worked. When after the beach?
1: Interesting. Yeah, you haven't oh, been paying attention. Okay, on Saturday. Yeah. Okay, but anyway, <laughs> the. <laughs> Ben. God damn it, Ben. That's all right. Who's that? Um, we're going to get Cam. The <laughs> the like like if I try to cuz I've done it before, right? Like gone months where I like literally was just like I lived alone. Can't I was working online. Like had online stuff um completely by myself. Like not doing any of the like bullshit and it's just, it gets very like, it's kind of boring to me, you know? Um, and so I think fitting in those things and just making it so that it can be a, you know, I can go out and party twice a month and it's realistically not going to affect me at all. Correct. Honestly, it'll probably increase my adherence to this as long as it doesn't
0: affect the week after.
1: Yeah, Yeah. You will, you pool party it. So you're not up all night. Um, yeah, I don't know. (laughs)
0: yeah i think i think the day stuff is much better in my opinion. i prefer that i do too the yachts and the jet skis and then you go to a day party and it's cool
1: it's a fun time
0: 100 percent. i think it's more sustainable um well how do we how do we want to wrap this podcast up we went all over the place i know people are gonna like it just because it's just our personality is kind of shining through and it's just kind of like how we tweet almost is how we talked in this in this podcast but how do we want to wrap this this up I don't know. Honestly, <laughs> I think I think a good way to wrap it up is um, if you had one health and fitness thing that you that was your hill to die on, what would it be? One thought, one opinion about health, fitness, etc. cetera? I only
1: get one, it's be consistent.
0: Be consistent. Whatever you're
1: gonna do, do it consistently. Because then you'll get data. You'll actually get data back that you can make adjustments from.
0: I would, I would 100% agree with that. I would also add in find your limits and, like, push to your limits because a lot of people, like I said earlier, That's a great one. go through the motions, yeah. but they don't find their limits, so they never really make progress. It's like, yeah, I'm lifting the weights, but you like are you lifting heavy weights like that are going to grow your muscles, or are you just kind of there?
1: Yeah, intensity is a huge thing. Um, I would also tell people to... Again, like foster that belief. Like, um, there's been studies run. Like, the placebo effect is real. You know, you give people.
0: uh, I I, there's a story you've told about a kid in college that used to just eat whatever he wanted. Oh Uh, yeah. And his belief was so strong. But what what was the story exactly? Uh,
1: my buddy Gus, if you're watching this, love you, bro. I haven't haven't talked to him forever, but he uh, dude, he believed that if something made him happy. He would uh like just it was good for you, yeah, right? it was good for you, so he'd go to like Cane's, like four <laughs> times a week, McDonald's, like every morning, uh, and he was nasty, he' was a <laughs> nasty receiver um,
0: it, it's true the it, placebo belief has a
1: belief has a huge outcome now right? don't eat go to don't eat McDonald's yeah, every morning, yeah, but that's <laughs> your belief in this stuff and and having like a just genuinely positive outlook is going to really shape your outcome. Um, like I think the best thing for that is like becoming supernatural. If you haven't read any Dispensa, his is like the best, like tangible. I've
0: seen a lot of his videos. My dad has his, showed me a lot of his videos, really but I need to read the book. You need to read the book. Cause those he, books right there. I have to read too.
1: Yeah. You got to read that book. Bronze age mindset. Um, yeah. yeah if you want to make a health impact, like I would read that kind of stuff. He gives you like, cause he's, he's actually compiling data like real science behind belief changing the outcome i would read that book be consistent push your limits don't be a pussy
0: fact and on that note that's kind of the end of the third podcast the health and fitness podcast not sure what we'll call it yet we went all over the place. We'll have to watch it back first. Yeah. But we may have to record uh, this. Ma- <laughs> no, I don't think we will. I think we'll post this. Maybe we'll record ones on specific talk- topics though. Like yeah. all right, this is what you should do or this is what we're doing to to build our muscles. This is how we become, you know, more mobile mm-hmm. and stretch. This is how this is how we eat to to be successful in all areas of life and feel good. Yeah. Um so on that note, end of the third episode. And our socials are below. All our, all our links are below uh, Logan's new fitness training is probably below hey man, yeah, probably. probably by now. I hope you would have it up and uh, <laughs> And uh, on that note, let us know any feedback in the comments and fourth episode coming next week yeah. what's up? I'm so hungry. Ah. Oh, thanks, cam. Oh, grabbing content. Yeah. Well, what's up man?